Everyone's asking about the Mr. Irrelevant. And what I've got my sights set on is Mr. Irrelevant. When I first got it, you're thinking, man, Mr. Irrelevant. Man, I don't want to be that guy. Alright, welcome back to Mr.'s Irrelevant, the NFL portion of Brooklyn Rebound Podcast. It's your boy Pod Drew here, and it's been too long, gents. Yes, it has. It has been some time. We did our last, our week. This is going to be our week 13, am I right? Week 13 picks episode. Week 12, uh, due to the Thanksgiving holiday, uh, we did that one a little early, so it's been a while, but uh, there's a lot to discuss here, and of course, this is... If you're first time listening, very serious X's and O's based very podcast. Very serious. You know, on some podcasts they like to joke around and stuff, but no, this is like Not we're us. gonna break literally break down every game. No, no, it's cool boys. Thorough stuff here. detail. It's gonna be very dry, so just a warning for everyone. Very uh, dry. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves though? Well, it's your boy Cheesehead Marv, uh, resident Packers fan here. That's your boy Eric E Nam, aka Young Clavicle. <laughs> Young Clavicle, that's a new one, I think. What is I like that. The, I like that. One. What's Young the meaning behind that one, E Nam? It's the. Can I guess? Keeps breaking. Oh, okay. oh well, yeah, go ahead and guess. guess. Gonna I was guess? just gonna say, like, because literally your clavicles are intact. They must be young. Clavicles. They are young clavicles. Okay. Well, they're getting older every day. Every day. Just like everyone else's clavicles are. Right, right. The Tony Romo's, uh, those are done. They, they're like he could use a young clavicle, yeah. frankly. Is there Dude, a are you with mine? I was going to say, are you willing to uh, contribute that donate one? Which one does he need there, right? I think the left, right? Who knows? It's a non-throwing arm, so. Okay. So he went down right, in the yeah. heat, man. I felt bad. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> His wife was, they, they like put the camera on her. She was distraught. Her head was down. Wow. Yeah, I just felt bad for the guy. Yeah, so, I mean, I think we should jump right into it. It was Do a bad it. Thanksgiving for Mr. Romo and his wife. And it was a bad Thanksgiving for you two gentlemen. Yes, it was. Uh, yep. It was pretty bad. So I think, I mean, let's cut to the chase. Who do you guys think took home uh, week 12 picks? I think I rebounded pretty nicely on Sunday, so I, I think I did pretty well. I'm not sure what the numbers are. Marv, you came in at 9-7. 9-7, all right. I, I started off 0-3. I nine, you uh, came in an 8-8, eight and eight, 500, e, nah, and your boy Padre back on top, 10-6, and six, baby. Ugh, again. That Give pain. me another tally, now we're 6-5 to five in, the, in the series. What, what game put you over the top? Uh, well, I'm just going to get into Thanksgiving. For, I think it was the Thanksgiving slate because... Yeah, I went 0-3 on Thanksgiving. Yeah, you guys had a Thanksgiving game yeah. massacre here. Yes. You both took the Eagles, which... As it that was out. a game. That was a game right there. <laughs> they lost by like a hundred points. Yeah, <laughs> they're bad. That was it. <laughs> uh, Marvin, you haven't won so far as to pick Enam's Cowboys. Yeah, and yeah. You did go on three on Thanksgiving. You did make a nice turnaround, but the Thanksgiving hole is just too much for you. Oh, so close, of. man. Also, oh, uh, of course, we all got that Packers game wrong. And like, what do you have to say about that? What happened here? I mean, I don't think we really need to discuss <sighs> the Cowboys that much. No. We're good. They got blown you're out. You're right where you wanted to be. You guys may be in the in the hunt for the number one pick. Who knows? Yeah. Hey, that's fine. You're gonna have to fight my Browns off tooth and nail for that number one pick. <laughs> I, We're I will. I will We're literally drive to Cleveland and fight them. <laughs> I think you might win. But anyway, uh, what about these Packers? What happened here? Uh, Brett Favre and I. We all were saying it, you it's a lock. You have no. I couldn't tell you, man. It was crazy that game. Every Lacy looked good. It, it seemed like we were moving the ball. And then it just stopped, like like just breaks, like emergency breaks just came on. Everything just stops, came off. Lacey fumbled, uh, dropped passes left and right. Uh, everybody was dropping passes. Aaron Rodgers got hit. He said he lost feeling in his left hand for the whole second half. Like it got scary fast, and it was just they just couldn't recover. Oh, it did seem like Rodgers was going to be out of the game at one point. Yeah, yeah, I got scared. I. I teared up a little bit till I saw him coming up, coming back in. Yeah. And again, though, like the previous three losses that we've had, or the previous two, uh, we were in position to win the game at the end. We were on first and goal at the eight, and we couldn't bring it home. And that's kind of what bothered me about it. Yeah, the whole game was all sloppy, but if we can't get it in from first and eight on the Bears, then we have problems. And I'm, problems. I'm, yeah, I'm panicking a little bit. 
I mean, right now they are in the five seed, I believe, but that's tenuous. And we're going to do a couple things today. So we're going to talk Packers again because they play tonight. Yeah. The Lions again. A couple minutes we'll get back into them. Also have a new segment uh, to unveil for this week. So you've been working nice. on Thanksgiving break, is, huh? I might have done a little work. I told you it's serious. It's serious stuff. It's serious stuff. I go home every day and I just plan out this podcast for days in advance. I respect that. Meticulously. That's why the, he's our quarterback. Notes, yeah. Okay. That's my quarterback. That's, that's my quarterback. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. Please, uh, it's the beginning of the podcast today, so... Eric just can't help it. Try not to cry as much I'm, as you guys just already last already crying. <laughs> it's because the doctors are currently removing your clavicle. <laughs> yes. With little to no anesthesia. I mean, you can't, you can't use the anesthesia because then it damages the bone. And, and you won't be able to talk, bone. most right. importantly, right. for this podcast. We can't have that. Well, let's just run through the rest of what happened with our differences, so... I was on Giants Island. That didn't work out for me. You guys did correctly select the bullet skins. Yeah, it was to get it done. That was I, a terrible. Game. Yeah, I just figured Eli yeah. would have one of those Eli games. Like he has a couple of those a year. He did, and he did an Eli game, meaning a bad game. Like it. well, he'll throw three picks, yeah. which he did. The, and the first two picks were not even his fault, though. Like they were just weird plays. I watched the first half of that game. Mm. They both bounced off like. The receiver, but I don't even know if it was hardly the receiver's fault. It was just a weird bounce that yeah. the uh, bullets were able to capitalize on. But yeah, it's a bad game. I mean, the Giants came made it interesting in the second yeah, half. They almost came back. Like oh that. my god, it was like catch two point oh. It was um, crazy. It was a good game, but yeah. Well, I only saw the first half. It's the end of season, so I missed the exciting part of that one. You also, or let's see, was I on any other islands that didn't come up? Oh well, no, I was. Yeah. I was on Colts Island, which was successful. You guys kept rolling with Famous Jameis and, and your Bucks Marm. They ended up the falling to Hasselbeck, as I suspected. Meanwhile, uh, let's see here. Me and Eric both picked the Dolphins for some unknown reason. That yeah. certainly didn't work out. That was the one you got up on us with the Jets, Marv. But another, yeah, maybe the, I guess the game probably where you fell one behind me was uh, you... Kind of curiously took the Falcons. Yeah, I didn't even know why I picked them. I know I remember mentioning specifically. I don't know why. Yeah, you were saying it was a gut feeling. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they they lost. I mean, it was a close game again. The Falcons had the lead for a little bit, and then AP happened, and and Adrian Peterson ran all over them in the in the second half. But uh, what are you gonna do? The only other one with differences was Steelers Seahawks. Uh, Enam, you were on Steelers Island, and it just didn't quite work out. That was a very entertaining game. Really good game. I enjoyed that one a lot, uh, especially the part where the Steelers lost. But not that I like the Seahawks much either. Probably both in my bottom five least favorite teams. But uh, a very entertaining game, a lot of scoring action. I feel like the Steelers throw 40 yards downfield on basically every play. Literally. Yeah, yeah at, um, least, at least like eight out of ten. When, and then Tomlin with some easily just flipping a coin for what he's going to do on all these decisions, it seems like. Yeah, he had a bad... Yeah. It was a bad day from, from, from uh, Mike Tomlin, a.k.a. Omar Epps. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty bad. But, I don't know. The Steelers, I just... Uh, when I watch a game like that, I just try to sit and think, like, how bad it must suck that all... Like, as, as a fan, like, if you were a Steelers fan, how bad it must suck all the injuries they have. Like, imagine if they had their team complete, their whole squad, Lev Bell, and, and everybody healthy at the same time. Yeah, but I mean, that, injuries to derail your season. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know about that. <laughs> but seriously, though, with the Lev Bell thing, since you brought it up, D'Angelo Williams has been playing great, honestly. Like, I don't think the running back's the problem. It's not. It's not, but... They're, they're um, horrorous. Terrible secondaries in yeah, the issue. Yeah, yep. I just say that as a imagine how potent that offense would be because obviously Lev Bell is a better player, even though D'Angelo Williams yeah, doing well. Of course, but, you know. Yeah, it'd be interesting. But yeah, their offense I don't think is really not the, the main issue, other than some of the play calling maybe. But we've got Sunday night coming up, Colts Steelers. This could be another terrible secondary matchup. Uh, probably another high scoring affair here. We'll get to it. Then last thing to touch on very briefly, how about do you guys uh, tune in for that Monday night matchup between my Browns and, <laughs> and the former Browns? Can I level with you? I did not. Yeah, I... Uh, you didn't either, Mark? I didn't either. I saw, like, maybe, I think, the first quarter, and, and I saw the Ravens were up, I think, 10-zip or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they got up early. And then, so it honestly ended up being a fair, more entertaining game than it probably should have been. That's what I heard. Um, the fourth quarter was pretty good, but then, of course, the Browns lost. They, they found new lows to sink to, new, uh, like, out-brownsing themselves as a way I didn't even know they could. Going through the game-winning field goal, time expiring, getting the kick blocked. <laughs> 
and having it run back like sixty yards or whatever. Jeez, man. That's Even rough. though the Ravens got away with a clearly illegal block in the back to get that, doesn't matter. Well, honestly, I'm and gonna, and uh, McCown got hurt again. Yeah, but whatever. And uh, now your starting quarterback Austin is Davis Austin Davis. Came in and played just fine. I know it was against the terrible Ravens secondary as well, but I don't know. It's it's whole mess. At least they lost, and you know I'm not. I'm usually one to say wins over draft position, but at this point. What's really the point? Like, I'm, no reason to beat the Ravens, and let's make sure we get a pick ahead of them. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, if you get the number one pick this year, right, there's no real clear-cut number one pick. There's no real quarterback coming out that you want. Would, this will be the browniest thing of course, that they get the number one year. pick the year that I mean, there's really no I would probably want Shelly Bosa, I guess. we got to get some pass rush going. It's probably who I would want to select. Relatively hometown guy, being that he plays for Ohio State, right. be a popular selection with the fans. Yeah, quarterback. There's no number one quarterback there's no, to take. There's none. I don't know. I think it's Austin Davis's team now, guys. <laughs> yep. Wait, but, so, you mentioned the Austin. I, I read this somewhere. I don't know where, but I, you probably know this. You're a Browns fan. Are you talking about the jersey with the quarterback? How many quarterbacks have I they mean, had since night since Tim Couch? Well, uh, if Davis, since 1999. Knows, well, do you want to go ahead and? Davis is starting. It's official. So if you, I know it, but uh, I'll let Eric guess since I yeah. have the answer. I said 13, but I think it might be like oh, 17. That is horribly low. Yeah, that's, yeah. 17 that's is low. low. Yeah. 17 is low? Yeah. Damn. If Davis does go ahead and get the start at 1 o'clock on Sunday, he will be the 24th starting quarterback. Yeah. That's, that's crazy, man. Now, some guys only have like one, two games, but yeah. That's they they have that famous jersey with yeah. all the names. Now it's been turned into a cape. It's so long. Right. That's so bad. Uh, all right, well, let's let's pop over to week thirteen already, and um, lucky week thirteen. We're gonna talk. Oh, oh well, let me bring in my new segment. It's not gonna be for for our Thursday night game, but so guys, um, myself, I'm a good, you know, I'm a good Catholic boy, but. Being that your last name is Gutierrez, um, or, and you're uh, from Arkansas, Eric, I assume you guys are both uh, Jews, right? Yep. <laughs> sure, I that, guess. That's um, <laughs> and it's Hanukkah. Apparently, I found out Hanukkah starts on, uh, on Sunday. Yep. So I wanted a Hanukkah-themed segment just to really support you guys in your um, religion. It might be, yes. Yeah. The chosen people, I've heard them. This uh, is true. You be called. Uh, so, well, only if we can say that. Oh, sorry. I can't say that. Well, anyway, it's uh, eight days of Hanukkah, am I right? That's the thing. Eight yep. candles get lit. Yeah, well, I think it's supposed to be like eight nights, but yes. Eight nights, right. Eight crazy nights. So, is that just from that Adam Sandler song, I guess so? Oh, It's yeah. not like a normal thing. Uh, so, anyway, it's eight days and nights. I haven't, like, thoroughly researched it on Wikipedia or anything, but I seem to remember something about they're keeping the oil lit for, like, eight nights. So yeah, yeah, you like light a candle every day. That's what well, that's to signify like an event that happened where they're keeping this thing going for eight, uh, eight nights. Yeah, yeah, like I think it was like during a siege. Okay, so what I'm tying this to is there's eight NFL teams that are trying to keep their playoff hopes going. Okay, so okay. I've selected eight teams that are on the, currently on the outside looking in. So now your Packers are technically in, so they won't be one of them. But uh, eight teams, and when we go around to each team. Whoever it's on is going to have to offer hope and tell them how they can keep their hopes going. For keep playoffs. their and keep their lights alive. Their, exactly. their light on. The keep fire light. Keep the fire lit. The okay. candle lit. All right. I so like this. we're going to get to it starting in the one o'clock games. Well, let's first talk about tonight's matchup: Packers at Lions. You've got your Packers shirt uh, right on now, Marv. Another game we thought they would all win a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, in. Green Bay, they ended up losing for the first time in forever to those Lions. Now they're on the Lions turf. How do they normally do at Detroit in recent history? We normally do well. I mean, we normally do well against the division in general, at least recently. Um, the Lions have beat us there before, though. Uh, they beat us there a couple years ago when Aaron Rodgers got hurt. They gave Aaron Rodgers a concussion a couple years back, and, and he had to miss a game, and it was against the Lions. So they play us tough. They always have a strong pass rush, and in Detroit, it just seems to get home a little more than it does at Lambeau. But it makes sense. And it is indoors, too. What is the status of Rodgers, like, from that hand thing? And all? So he's not on the injury report this week, so it seems like he's fine. It might 
might have just, you know, been reading. Maybe it was just a funny bone kind of thing where he might have lost sensation in his arm for a little bit, which is insane. Football, it's crazy. So he's not on the injury report, so we're good on that front. It's like a hand concussion. It might have been a hand concussion, yeah. A hand okay. concussion. I like that. But he's back. Uh, yeah, he's off the injury can, report. Tolzien doesn't have to worry about no, thank God. getting too chilly. Yeah, he can sit it's there. It's a door anyways, but... Yeah. But the bad thing, though, concerning the injury report is... Four of our offensive linemen, our starting offensive linemen, are on the injury report. And the center is one of that, right? The Both of our centers, the, yeah. Our, there our, was our, a little bit. Starting uh, center and our backups. There was some well, snapping issues in that last game, if I do recall. Yeah, so our, our starting center wasn't playing. It was our backup. And then uh, he got banged up, I guess, during practice this week. And he's questionable tonight. So Okay. Well, all right. So that's something to look at. Now, speaking of Rodgers... Your Marv Stradamus pick for last Thursday was Richard Rodgers finding that end zone. That one didn't go down. No, it didn't happen. How do you, how do you look to redeem yourself this Thursday with Marv Stradamus? Well, this week, a guy that was on the uh, he's on the hot seat. He's kind of been on the hot seat for a while now. Is Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams has uh, he's dropped. He's heated up seat. Oh, yes. He not certainly is. No, not in a good way. He dropped, I think, three passes. Uh, last week, it may have been more, but they just counted three. I don't know. He's been dropping past left and right all year. But he's getting targets because there's no one there. He's still getting the ball, and, and Aaron's still looking for him. And I think this week, indoors, not in that crappy weather that there was last week, not, no, no rain, no nothing, I think he finds the end zone. I think he produces this week. I think he's going to show up. Remember, Devontae Adams is the guy who kept that game alive against the Cowboys last year. He's good. Uh, he should be good. I don't know what it is. He was banged up. Maybe it's just getting to him a little bit, you know, pressure. But I think he'll come through this week against the Lions. So Adams finds the end zone. And Amar, are you picking your Green Bay Packers to win the game? I am. It's kind of uh, it kind of goes back to that thing against uh, that I said when they played the Vikings on the road the other day. I just feel like they they're gonna feel that sense of urgency. They've lost four or five. They're now not the top seed in the NFC any longer. You could say that they may have, they should have felt that last week, but they were coming off a big win in Minnesota, so maybe they just fell asleep a little bit at the wheel. But I and and the weather, I don't know. But this week, I think they're gonna feel a sense of urgency again. They're on the road, and you don't want to get swept by the Lions. And I think they're gonna, they, they're a prideful team. They're not gonna swept. I agree with you. I'm picking Packers as well, mainly for that reason. I don't think they're gonna drop two in one year to the Lions. Even the Lions are looking a lot better. Yeah, they look better weeks. Yeah, they're looking real good. Um, actually, are you gonna be on Lions Island though, Eric? Are you joining us with the Pack tonight? Um, I really can't. The the probability that they get swept by a worse team. Do you have those official low. numbers there? With those no, no, no. I'm just just thinking like that can't be possible, right? Okay. We'll, we'll find out. I can, see, I can see a game that's high scoring, because I think Stafford and Calvin Johnson, they look good again, man. Like, they did. Even Golden Tate was getting it on the, on yeah. the Thanksgiving game. And their running game is coming coming alive a yeah, little bit. Yeah, all their runners looked, looked pretty good. Yeah, even Joyke Bell was doing things, which is rare. By the way, go real quick before we finish, back to that whole Packers losing uh, on Brett Favre and all that. I did think it was nice that Everyone is like full from Thanksgiving dinner. You don't want to like reaching too hard to make jokes on Twitter. So it was good that everyone had the easy joke to go to that. Oh, let's get far in the game. <laughs> so I, I low blow, low blow. All right, we're we're on to one o'clock Sunday week thirteen, one o'clock Eastern, of course. So a lot of these games have the teams for what our segment. Let, let's burn through a couple games that don't have it. Let's start with my Browns. Certainly none of us would be picking said Browns uh, with the, the Cincy Bungles coming into town. No, they're not the Bungles anymore, my friend. No, they no, are. No, indeed. They're looking good. They'll uh, always be, but yeah, I, I take the point. <laughs> yeah, I got Cincy in this game. It's, it's kind of a no-brainer at this point. Okay. Uh, what about the Cardinals going into the Rams? None of us are bold to pick the Rams, are we? No, the Rams just fell off a cliff. They were looking good for a while, and, and then they, they just... did beat the Cardinals yeah. once this year. I don't see it happening a second time, although they have been yeah. playing a lot better in their division than out of it. Yeah, they actually have, like, the fourth most efficient defense. Arizona has the third most efficient defense this week, anyway. 
but their offense is the least efficient. And I mean, Nick Foles has been terrible. He was replaced. I, I think he got hurt, but he was replaced. No matter who plays, it's gonna be it's gonna be a dumpster fire. Whoever plays quarterback for the Rams, that person is trash. Um, Arizona's got it. And Todd Gurley came back down to earth. I think he's been averaging like three point three yards a carry the last couple games. Yeah, so. I think there were ten people in the box against him. Yeah, so and I'm sure it's gonna continue because Foles or whoever isn't gonna be finding any open receivers, so they can keep. Stacking that box, the Cardinals will. Uh, here's a bad one of two teams that certainly won't be in the playoffs. Ravens at Dolphins. God. Uh, the Schaub era coming in. He threw a pick six. He did. And what I, a surprise. I did Way comment in a group text with my some of my friends that I said uh, a Matt Schaub pick six is about as predictable as a Browns losing season. <laughs> I think I was right to say it. So, yeah, whoever, someone on the Dolphins is going to get into the end zone defensively. But will that be enough for them to beat the Ravens? Who still, even though, I mean, this is a team that's really the injury decimated team. Like, yeah. No yeah, one's had it worse than them. They're, yeah. they're still well coached, I think, for the most part. Like, they, they still care a little bit. I, I'm somewhat tempted to take them here. Does anyone want to offer me a reason why that may, may be right? No, because I'm taking the Ravens. I've taken. I've well, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking of taking them. Yeah, I've I've picked the Ravens the last two weeks just because they're they just hanging games. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're playing bad teams at the moment. Like you know, earlier in the season when they were hanging in games, playing against tougher teams, they weren't getting it done. Now this is their soft the soft part of their schedule. I feel like they can reel off a couple wins in a row, and you know by the end of the year, yeah, they won't be a winning team, but it'll look. Decent and Matt Schaub, yeah, he'll throw a pick six, but he was still moving the ball. I mean, granted, it was the Browns, but the Dolphins don't look any better. The Jets I ran remember. through them, so yeah, that's true. Browns can't tackle. What about you, Ian? Um, do you like our Ravens pick, or are you taking Dolphins Island right now? No, I'm I'm gonna swim on Dolphin Island. Um, their starting quarterback and running back are both playing, so uh, haven't they uh, not been on here? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, like. The Ravens' defense is really bad, I think. Oh, it's very bad. It's yeah, quite bad. No question. Uh, I um, think the Dolphins are going to be able to take advantage of that. And yeah. you're starting your your entire second unit on offense. Just enjoy the pick, Ravens. Yeah. The Ravens have two good players defensively left, Dumerville and Mosley. Other than that, it's pretty dire. But yeah. uh, the Dolphins probably will win now because I picked them wrong every week. Right. All right, and uh, what about this? Uh, let, let's do. Let's jump into some point counterpoint. Uh, this is the last one before we get into the hope for that people on the outside of the playoffs because these teams are both currently in the playoffs. If it started today, Seahawks at Vikings. Uh, let me give you the Seahawks, Marv. Why are they going to beat the Vikings on the road? So uh, the Seahawks they pulled off a big win uh, last week against the Steelers. They came back and. They were moving the ball. They lost Jimmy Graham, but it might have been Jimmy Graham's best game before he left, but they still got it done. Doug Baldwin looked amazing. And they just, they looked like that Seahawks team from the past. That it, You don't know how they're doing it, but they're moving the ball. The, the wide receivers are getting out, getting out, getting open. Um, Russell Wilson's making plays with his legs. And they're just finding that sense of urgency, like I've been saying about them. They're going to turn it on eventually. Now they're in the playoffs. They're currently the sixth seed. And... This is a big game. It's in Minnesota. It's outdoors. So that skews things a little bit. But I just feel like this is the time of year that the Seahawks always make their run. And it's no different this year. I think they'll be there in the end, like I've said uh, earlier, many a time on this podcast. And the Vikings, their offense just doesn't scare me. Uh, AP is good. AP is amazing. But the Packers bottled them up when we beat the Vikings. That's all you have to do, stack the box, and what is Teddy Bridgewater going to do on those on those cornerbacks? I don't, I'm not really scared of Teddy Bridgewater against Richard Sherman and, and the Legion of Boom. So that's Maybe why I got to see the return of turnover Teddy this weekend. Uh, I could see that happen. Or just ineffectual. I, I, I could see turnover Teddy coming back, but uh, I just think the Seahawks going to win. They're going to beat him. Why is it going to be touchdown Teddy and the Vikings, Eric? Yo, uh, well, Seattle somehow has the fourth most efficient defense in the league, or offense in the league, excuse me, even though they really haven't looked like it, like, it just is true based on the numbers, but during that time, even in this weird, like, shitty Jimmy Graham fantasy season, he still had either, I forget the stat exactly, but he, he was top ten in either targets or receptions, maybe even both, 
I guess we should mention that for the year. Is that really he is gone that? for the year. So that's going to hurt them. I think that's going to hurt them definitely as just an outlet valve against that Vikings pass rush for Wilson to just look up and him be open. Um, it's not going to be good. You can run on Seattle. Their defense is ranked sort of high, but you can run on them. Uh, it's, it's their pass defense and their pass rush, particularly this year, that has been getting it done. Minnesota can't play from behind, but I don't think that they'll have to, and I think it's going to be touchdown Teddy twice. All right. Put it down. I'm struggling a bit with this one because, on one hand, I do like the Vikings deep against the Seahawks offense better than vice versa. Mm-hmm. I mean, this last week, the Steelers, like we mentioned, their D is not looking too sharp in the secondary especially. I do think the Vikings have a better situation. But I am tempted by the Seahawks theory that they're coming on at the end of the year. They're always winning in December. Kind of like how the Cowboys were a couple years ago when they would always win in December, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think because of that reason, I am going to go Seahawks here. Although it's going to be a close game, I do think. Hopefully another good game. Either of you flip-flopping. I'm not. No, I'm taking the Seahawks. No, I was always taking the Vikings. All right, so Vikings Island, that's two differences for you. All right, let's get into the segment now. So in this one, each of us will take it one of the teams, and then we'll all just pick the game. But it's really going to be more focused on how this team is going to the playoffs. So start off Niners at Bears. Shall I start, or do one of you guys want to start? And this is the Chicago Bears. Well, you can show and prove. So show us how it's done. Okay, okay. So... The Bears currently sit just out of uh, the wild card spot, but they're doing better this year than people would have thought, right? So how are they going to end up getting it done? Here's, I think, their their best bet for getting into the playoffs. One of the other two teams in their division, I think, they're going to need to get their spot. So right now it's Vikings leading the division, Packers in the wild card spot, then the Bears following up. Do we know... I guess the Bears' schedule. I should have had it looked up, but yeah, I got you. What are they playing against the uh, the Packers and the Vikings the rest of the way? All right, so they're hosting the Niners this week, hosting the Bulletskins next week, at Vikings three weeks from now, at Bucks, and to finish out hosting the Lions. So three at home and uh, against two division rivals. Yeah. So here's how the best hope for the Bears. I think. I think the best hope is the Vikings. Screwing up at the end of the season and tanking. Let's say they lose this week to Seattle. They drop another one, maybe. Then they drop the game against the Bears. Now maybe the Packers go up to the top of the division, and now this spot opens up with the Vikings dropping for the Bears to slide into that wild card spot. You know, as long as they can keep it steady, not take any more injuries, get some players back right. like Martellus Bennett, for example, it should be a due back by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. They keep, Alshon definitely stays healthy. Their offense is doing just enough, and their, their defense has been improved. That's I'd say their best possibility is, and it's I mean, it, since they're playing the Vikings, and I do think the Vikings have a better chance of dropping, but it's not. It's but not the Packers the could be the one to drop as let well. Me, so let me tell you the Vikings schedule. Since okay. you mentioned the Vikings yeah. dropping, so they're hosting the Seahawks. They're at Arizona next week. Mm. Uh, hosting the Bears, which is that divisional game, hosting the Giants, and then going to Lambeau to end out the season. So realistically, this, they, the Bears could get yeah, this done if yeah. they if they win their games four to five. Let's say yeah. Vikings could drop four to five. And yeah, they could I, switch spots. I didn't think of that, man. Good, uh, good way to show and prove. That's why you went all first. Right. Well, that's how it's done. And do we all like the Bears in this game? Real quick, I, I can't oh, yeah. see any of us going Niners here, right? No, I'm not. I'm not. I don't believe in Blaine Gabbert. Sorry, he used oh. to be a Jaguar. He used to be So they do the thing on Monday Night Football, like the what, whatever they call it, the funny things of the week. Right. Come on, man. That's what it's called. For they showed Blaine Gabbert went up to his press conference after the game, and literally not one reporter was in there. No one was in there. Oh so he God. just went out from behind the podium and sat down in the seat in the first row. And just <laughs> Poor guy. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Anyway, let's just go around the circle here. So you're going to be up next, Marv, then you, Ethan, and you're both going to get a New York team because both the Jets and the Giants playing each other this week in Jersey yeah, are both game. on the outside looking in but have a chance here for the playoffs. You're getting the Jets, Marv. How, what's their best path into the playoffs Sweet. Here? I love the Jets. I, if I have to pick a New York team, I pick the Jets every time. The Jets, their defense came on last week. It was a lot of garbage time points against the Dolphins. So it seems that they're putting it together after a mini slump a couple, years, uh, a couple weeks back. They're... 
schedule as it plays out currently, they would be they're at the Giants, which is technically kind of a neutral site or a home game. I mean, they're both they're, the fans are going to be split down the middle. Then they're hosting the Titans next week. They're traveling to Dallas, which is going to be another win. Sorry, buddy. And then to finish out the year, they have the Pats and the Bills. Uh, they're hosting the Patriots and they're going up to Buffalo. The Jets always play the Patriots tough. So I'm not even looking at this Giants game, which I think they should win because the NFC East is terrible. I'm looking, and then the Titans, they should beat. The Cowboys, they should beat. That should get them right there at 10 wins before they even have to go up against the Patriots or the Bills. I think 10 wins is enough, even if they lose those last two games, to make the playoffs in the AFC. If the Jets could reach 10, which is attainable being looking at the rest of their games... I don't see why they wouldn't be able to make the playoffs. And Ryan Fitzpatrick on the low has been having a really good year. Yeah, he's been, been doing well. Brandon Marshall, he's top, he's top 10 in, in wide receivers. It's like it's 2009 all over again. He looks good. Eric Decker is the real deal. Their run game could, could improve a bit, but overall the offense looks good. Defense coming on, I don't see why. I do feel like Fitz is at a little risk to Josh McCown himself here. and He goes too hard sometimes on plays. You might get You're himself right. hurt here. He does, he does kind of to watch that dive in but, head first and everything when he's uh, scrambling so all right but that's a good argument uh as any what about the giants though in that nfc least all right giants you know that you know that they're one of my favorite teams in the league <laughs> so if you can win this week in new york you're at six and six fine the team that's going to win this division is going to be eight and eight maybe nine and seven if, if if everything runs out right for them so you got miami next week you win that you can beat Miami. You can pretty much score at will with Beckham, but if a defense falls asleep. You're going to lose to Carolina on December 20th. On December 27th, you can beat Minnesota. You can beat them. They're not invincible. In Minnesota. In Minnesota, but, I mean... No, you're right. You got your seven-fingered pass rusher back. You can make he's something happen. pretty good, yeah. Yeah, he's fine. Um, and then Philly's trash. You're going to beat him on January 3rd. You can get to 9-7. and seven. You can do it. So nine and seven gets it done. I is think that a wild card eight. spot or is that the way? I think. Oh no, that's going to take the East. Have to take the East, right? The least. All right. So now it's on us to say who we want in this game. I don't know. I feel like the Giants are going to screw around and win this, but the Jets are the better team. Just looking at them, so they're farm going Jets here, and of course it's pretty much neutral field at this point since they both play at the stadium. Yeah. Marv, your pick? I'm going Jets. Uh, the, the Giants' offensive line is just too banged up, and the Jets' pass rushes don't get there. And Enam, your pick? Yeah, the Giants are bad. Eli Manning's a toddler in a crash test helmet, um, and the Jets are not a bad team. You're such a hater. You hate him so much. I do. Holy you hate him because not only does he beat your husband, Tony Romo, but he beats your boyfriend, Tom Brady, too. He does beat my boyfriend, Tom Brady. That's why. That's what it is. You just hate Eli. I don't like them, but I don't hate him like you do. You genuinely do. No, I like genuinely hate Eli Manning. He makes me furious. <laughs> Just the fact that he's out there. It's pretty great, actually. It's funny. I love to hear it. I love to hear the hate that come through. It, it's great. All right, so we all go Jets against Eli, though. All right, we're going reverse, reverse. Let's go back around the other way. So you're up two in a row, Eric. And what a treat for you. You're are you now? Why do the Jacksonville Jaguars? Why is there hope? Jack Still Wallace. alive. That was a good try. How can they get into the playoffs at four and seven right now? But in that AFC South, and they're at the Titans this week, by the way, divisional game. Yeah. Uh, let's take a look at that. So you're going to beat the Titans. The Titans aren't good. <laughs> Back to the good. <laughs> yeah, they're not good. So you've got that going for you. I mean, you have an offense. Your offense is going to work. T.J. Yeldon is good at running the ball. I like Bortles. Am I insane? Mm. He shows confidence. You know how we've been talking him up this year. Uh, Marv doesn't like him, but... Even though you you may have cursed yourself by dumping uh, Cecil Schwartz at third, Schwartz got... You've got some competent wide receivers. You've recovered from the Justin Blackman incident. Your defense isn't bad. It's not, like, good, but... You're going to beat Tennessee this week. You're going to beat Indy next week. They don't have a defense. Uh, you're going to beat Atlanta. They're crashing. You're going to beat New Orleans. You, you might win out. You so like schedule is So you think they're going to win out? They're kind of happy, probably, to make yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, to make the playoffs, they will have to win out. They've got they've got some work to do. To they have division to, uh, games, Indy. yes, but so that's helpful. I don't know. Indy's defense has been looking good lately. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. Is that, one your, is that your final argument for the Jacks hope then? Yeah, I mean, like, your, your team's not bad. Like, the rest of you, you're still playing the AFC South. Believe in yourself, guys. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I'm going Titans in this.
this game. I say they fuck up their draft position. Yeah, I guess give the Browns first dibs on that and take down Bortles and the Jags. Marv, you agree? Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, you know how I feel about the London Jaguars. I figured you might. Yeah, the Titans are at home. They're going to get some payback for that terrible uh, color block game that they played a couple weeks back. And, yeah, Titans going to get back on, on board. All right, and uh, E, you're staying with your Jags, though. No, the Titans defense <laughs> is pretty solid. Um, also, my train, my twenty-hour train was ride awesome. was miserable this weekend, <laughs> and I'm flying Hawaii Air from Noah. Ah, got it. I was wondering where that was going, but I remember, yeah, Hawaii Air. Yeah. That was great. That was funny. Right, you are. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jacksonville. <laughs> that was awesome. All right. Okay, this is actually dipping into one of the four o'clock games, so we're going a little out of order, but whatever. It's Chiefs at Raiders this week, Mark. How do the Raiders keep that hope alive? But this is a tough one for the Raiders. I can't lie. The Chiefs are rolling on all cylinders. You could lie, but we just don't want you. I mean, I don't want to. I don't you want to have the capacity. Lying. I, why would I want to lie to the good folks of Oakland? No, but you could. I could. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Tell I could. Truth. But the re- how they would keep the hope alive, their schedule is rough. Sorry, Jesus Mark. Christ. Eric, were you just quoting Will Smith from that commercial? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might have. Oh, man. That's going to be <laughs> such a miserable movie. <laughs> uh, sorry, Mark. Go ahead. Yeah, man, this is hard to argue for. Wow. Well, that's not an option. You will have to lie. <laughs> so, well, they're, they're hosting the Chiefs. The Chiefs have won five straight. The Chiefs look like they're pretty much all set up for the playoffs concerning the Chiefs schedule. But right. yeah. So if, they, if the they, Raiders drop this one, what do they have to do with their last four games? No, the Raiders have to win this they have one. To win but they have to. They're at home. They play the Chiefs to end the season. So essentially they have to start off now where they beat them and they'll have a tiebreaker with them. And then they'll travel to KC to end the season. But they have to start. Yeah, they have to start now being at home. Their next three games, following the Chiefs, they're at the Broncos, hosting the Packers, and hosting the Chargers. Hosting the Chargers is like basically you don't have to worry about other fans being there. Chargers fans don't exist. The Chargers are one of those teams. They don't have players either. They just have Phillip Rivers and Antonio Gates and a bunch of whoever's. So if they could beat the Chiefs, they could beat the Chargers. That's two wins right there. Puts them at seven games. The Broncos, Brock Osweiler. Yeah, I know he did it at home against the Pats. Well, all these division games. I mean, that's the yeah, right yeah. That that's pretty different. much what it is. If they could take care of the division, they'll be fine. I don't see them being the Packers because you know me. But if they could take care of the division games, that's how they get in the playoffs. If they do not, they're not making it. There's no way. If they lose this weekend, that's it. It's over. So they, right, it starts so this weekend. There's your hope. The hope is you're at home and you can yeah, the Chiefs. exactly. All right, we all like the Chiefs here, though. Yeah, I like the Chiefs. Yeah. All right, we all go Chiefs. Yeah, as we've been saying, there's. Just coming on strong at the end. It seems that the Raiders, their, their offense, when it, it peaked, and yeah, now it's kind of coming back down to earth. Yeah, I love the Chiefs defense right now. Even yeah. though like they got scored on, like my stat last week was that they yeah, but that was in four no, no, in but row. that was all like first half stuff. You know? Yeah, they got scored yeah. on, but like they're so good. All right, well, I'm up for the Buffalo Bills. It's Texans at these Bills, and uh, here's what I'm I've got their schedule pulled up here, and so Texans then. Then they have a three-pack, three straight against the NFC least. Wow. Eagles, Whoa. Bullets, Boys, and then home against the Jets to end the year. But, wow, I mean, that... that's your hope right here. Wow. You got a cakewalk against the NFC least going on right now. I mean, it should be if you can get it done, if Rex can uh, have his boys in shape to do it. The schedule could work out that way. And then they're going to have to beat the Jets. That last game of the season might be amazing. The Jets are fighting in for them right now. Let's say, uh, I think, I guess the Steelers would be the team in place right now in the sixth seed. The team in the uh, sixth seed currently is Houston. Houston. Because they're yep. going to win. The, they would be win. Oh, really? So Steelers yeah, so, are out? Yeah, so currently oh, just based... Oh, I must Steelers off the list. Based the off of, like, uh, tiebreakers, etc. The fifth seed is Kansas City. The sixth seed is Houston. Right, so Houston, that's even better for my yeah. argument because they're playing Houston this week. Basically, they feasibly could win out the season. I don't know if they will, but they could do it. Go 5-0 and to end the season. That would put them ahead of Houston. And if, if the Steelers lose a game or two, that would put them, obviously, ahead of them, too. The Jets would have to lose. They're playing them, so... So yeah, they play two of their main rivals right now. The third, the Steelers, could have some tough games coming up, I think. So yeah, that's that's your hope right there, Sexy Rexy. I think it's possible. I think it is too. Those would have to be making the playoffs for the first time in like 15 years or I think something. since 99. Several hot minutes. Years. The, they're the, the longest 
streak of not making the playoffs, I believe. Yeah, Music City Miracle was the last time they made the playoffs. Yep, so 99, yeah. Guys. Wow, and that didn't go for them. How about this game, though? Those Texans, man. <laughs> I told you guys. I'm going to say it. Tyrod Taylor and the Bills figure out that Texans deep. They start their push for the playoffs right here. I'm going Bills. What do you say? I don't know, man. I, I like Rex, and I like the Bills' offense. But how the, the Texans' defense is playing right now, like, it just turned on the switch. And I don't know. I, I think they're going to find a way to get the pass rush home and, and hit Tyrod Taylor in the face. I got the Texans. All right. I'm out. Who's on the island, you know? Oh, I think both these pass rushes get it together. I don't know. I don't have an idiom for that. Um, I think both these pass rushes and both these long pass games with Hopkins and uh, Tyrod Taylor and company get it going, and the Bills win a miserable but high-scoring game. All right, Mark, Texans Island. So the last two teams in our Hanukkah hopeful eight here are playing each other, so we can do a little count corner. Ah. Damn, almost, man. almost. I wish I was Jewish. I could ask for <laughs> a way to say that for Hanukkah. Right, right. That would be a nice get. Be able to say the name of Mount Sinai. All right. What I'm saying, a little point counterpoint, but instead of arguing for why the teams will win, argue for why. I mean, these are main rivals to get in the playoffs here. It's Falcons at Bucks. Give each of you one of them. You can work this game, will be obviously be part of the argument, but for the rest of the season, how do they have a chance to get in? God, they're rivals. This game is going to be lit. The Falcons for you, sir. Yeah, um, Matt Ryan's not as bad as he's been playing, right? He just, he can't be. He hasn't been in the past. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's pretty bad for it's, the guy. Something's going to be going on. You've lost four in a row. That's not great. Do you think you got a, a hand concussion preseason that we don't know about? I think you might have a lingering hand concussion, yeah. Yeah. Oof. Well. Well. You got to start, yeah. So you're going to be Tampa Bay this week because for the sake of argument, you're going to be Tampa Bay this week. Also, I don't think Tampa Bay's great. They're fine. They've won some games. I mean, none of the teams in this league are good, so there are four good teams. You know, none, neither you nor Tampa Bay is one of them. So I think you can beat Tampa Bay. You play Carolina twice, uh, sort of in the middle of this next five-game stretch, but you do play Jacksonville and New Orleans, which we can just say are two wins. That's just going to but happen. But again, that's a lot of division games there. So they're A lot of division games, and you're going to have to beat Carolina one out of two times. You know what? You play them on December 27th, the second to last week of the season, and I think by then they are resting their starters. So you don't think they're going to go for the perfect season? You think they'll go the Colts approach where they'll go for the rest instead of, you know... For the sake of argument, they have already lost a game at that point, okay. and uh, they're resting their starters so that Cam is fresh. Cam and company are fresh for the playoffs. That yes. could, I mean, it's not the most unheard thing. I don't think it's going to happen. Well, can you, you got Devonta Freeman back. You yeah. don't need a pass rush you against Jacksonville. Force. My fantasy players well, are coming up soon. I need him. Let's hope so. I don't. I don't know if he's if he's cleared yet. He was practicing. He was a limited participant of practice. Yeah, yeah, better than last week. Then. Yeah. Yeah. You'll need him for those Panthers games. Well, Marv, as my Shanika present to you. Sir, Thank you. I gave you your your team, the Bucks that you yes. love so much. Yes. It's the Bays. I like Green Bay, Tampa Bay. Oh, okay. It's a Bay. It's a Bay thing. I uh, the Bucks, man. They're not bad. They held the playoff team, which the Colts are. 25 points. It wasn't a lot. The game was closer than that. The Colts just pulled away at the end. That was last week. And this week coming up, you're facing a team that's on a, on a, on a skid. And they've lost, what, five in a row? Four in a row? What, what? Five in a row for the Falcons. They started off 6-0. and They've lost five straight. You play the Falcons this week, and you have a ton of division games coming up. And you got the, we host the Saints next week. They have a lot of division games, too. Yeah. And uh, then you go into the Rams. The Rams are terrible. They're 4-7. Then they host the Bears, and to close out the season, they're hosting the Panthers. That schedule without the Panthers isn't that difficult. You know, I, I think they could get it done. They have divi- three division games. If they take care of those the business, they'll be at nine wins with those three division games. Uh, the Panthers, it's the last game of the season. I think the Panthers are going to lose before that. I've been saying this for a while. I don't think they're going to go undefeated. I don't either, but... I'd be shocked. Point. Yeah, at this point, it's, it's getting close. It's getting tough. But if there's any game that I can see them losing, maybe one at the end of the season. Does, you know, might not matter too much. Maybe they will go the Colts approach. Also, importantly, the Panthers have already lost a game. Right, like they're, Eric said. They're 10-1. <laughs> they lost to the Falcons, right? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, there's, there's that joke on the internet where uh, every time someone posts like a... Uh, an ecstatic comment about the undefeated Panther season. Someone's like, you know we're you know we're eight and one, right? You know we're nine and one. 
we lost again, Gabe. I don't get it. What? Uh, I think it's a dead spin thing. It's just internet trolls that it, in this one occasion have brought me glee instead of. Are they trying not to jinx themselves or something? Yeah, I what's don't know what's saying? happening. Uh, I really don't. I just love seeing it. Alright, well that's Enam on the meme report. Yep, Let's meme get report. back to meme the action. <laughs> In this game itself, I'm going Falcons here. I know they're on a terrible skid. I feel like the way they get back on track is with Freeman being in there, which I think he will be, running it all over the Bucks D, and they're caring more about this divisional game. They see the writing on the wall now. They heard this segment, and they're like, you're right, Eric, we, we need to do it. Yeah. I'm taking the Falcons here. I'm, Marv, I assume you're going with your, your boy? Yeah, I'm going with, with Jameis and the Bucks. The Bucks beat them earlier this season. They handed them their first loss of the year in Atlanta. So, so, so makes my pick. Yeah. I think... Uh, they're just going to take care of business. They know they can beat this team, and they're at home. They're not scared of the Falcons. I don't think anyone is. I got this. All right. Again, I'll say, Eric, who's on the island? Well, the Falcons need to have – it's going to be as brutal as possible when they lose that season in game against New Orleans. So I think they're going to need to get this win here so that they're still in position after those two losses to Carolina to still have a shot at making the playoffs and then lose that game in New Orleans. So you're going Falcons? Yeah, absolutely. Falcons are going Marv. You're on Bucks Island. Island. Once again. I'm on Narian Island this week as of yet. All right, so that's the end of that segment. What did you guys think? It was good. good. It was uh, good. There are a lot of... There's so many teams still in it, man. But none yeah. of them are good it's teams. It's not a good year in general yeah. for football. Not a lot of good teams, so... My well, mate was entertain a week 17. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, or even uh, before that. Last couple weeks. All right, so we've taken up a lot of time here. I know you guys need to go out and get your last-minute Hanukkah gifts for people. Of course. (laughs) So let's try to run through the rest of this slate pretty quick here and not break it down too much. Uh, Broncos and Chargers. Any argument for the Chargers? Does anyone want to pick them? They're at home. They won last guess. Yeah, which we said doesn't help at all for them. Yeah. It's really more of a detriment. Yeah, Yeah, the Chargers are horrible, and it turns out the Brock Brock. Osweiler is an improvement. Brock, all right. But they did beat the the Jags, which I told you guys. They beat the Jags. That was annoying, especially because I made a last-minute decision in my one league to put Breeze over Rivers. Oh, man. And I lost the game because of it, and I deserve that. Last-minute, shouldn't do it. Fantasy tip, guys. Panthers at Saints. I mean, is this the week the Panthers lose? I don't think it is. At the Saints? Yes. Jeez, I want to I do think they're not going 16 and 0, but maybe they really will at this point. Their schedule is so easy, too, man. Because like, they, they, they play these crap teams in their division that we just argued for. But yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I'm not going. I'm going Panthers. Absolutely. New Orleans has a historically bad pass defense, and uh, Newton and these decent young receivers are going to flex on them. Yeah, I think the, I think the Panthers are going to win this week. I think they'll lose right. to the Giants in a couple weeks. Any hope for the, the moribund, look it up in the dictionary, moribund Eagles? At New England, who's coming off their first loss. No, absolutely not. No, but all they're not good. Gronkowski probably not going to play. Still. Yeah. Scott Chandler uh, will have 27 catches. It's going to be the chandler LaFell show, I guess. Or whoever else random. You could probably get on the field for the Patriots at wideout this week, Marv. I probably They might could. pull guys from the stands. But I don't like... I, I refuse. But you could catch a touchdown pass from Tom fucking Brady. No, thank you. You're... Mm. They're not, not only... You're always calling me a hater. <laughs> I am... I am a, Listen, I respect the guy. He's great. You wouldn't but, catch his touchdown pass? Nah, man. He'll probably break I my think fingers. we need to get Will Smith in here for this <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> No nah, man. Uh, all right. Well, Sunday night Colts at Steelers. Uh, we kind of mentioned it before. Both bad secondaries. The ageless one. Matt Decent Hasselbeck. offense for the Colts with Hasselbeck. Ben's always banged up. He almost, he looks like he would be missed this with the concussion, but now he probably won't miss it. If he was gonna miss it, I'd certainly go Colts. But uh, I feel like the Steelers always win their Sunday. They're like night games like this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a rivalry with the Colts a little bit. Yeah. Going back the past decade. I'm going Steelers. Does anyone like Colts? No. They have the 25th most efficient defense, and the Steelers have, or offense, excuse me, and the Steelers have the third. Uh, it's going to be bombs away. I get that, but lately the Colts' defense, the past couple games, has been looking good. Uh, they held the Bucks at 12 points, Falcons wow. 21. Good. I mean, they they might have a higher opinion of the Bucks than the normal. <laughs> yeah, they, the bottom third. They beat the Broncos. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think the Colts are that bad. With that said, if the game's in Pittsburgh, I think Big Ben will come through. And, and it is. And it is. All right, and uh, to cap it on off, Sunday night, I mean, sorry, Monday night. Oh, I mean, if you thought 
Ravens-Browns with Schaub v. McCown for a little bit, Slash Davis was exciting. Castle v. Cousins, I mean, that's even more exciting. Right? Marquee matchup, dog. Well, the Redskins are in first place, man. <laughs> so, uh, that's an, you almost made it through the episode without having to oh, dollar jar. Jesus. But, uh... Another dollar, here you go, guys. And are you going bullets here, Marv? I am. I am going bullets. I don't think the Cowboys won another game this year. Are so. you taking your Cowboys or are you going bullets? No. I don't think we won another game this year, and I don't want to. Um, the bullets are going to win these. Uh, I, I agree. I mean, I think there's the Giants win this week. There's still a, hope, a little hope for them to take over the bullets, maybe. But nonetheless, they won't be losing this week to the boys and Castle. And uh, that's going to do it. So, quick recap. I'm on not Narian Island. Uh, a lot of wow. similarities this week. Four islands, two and two for each of you. Uh, we've got Bucks Island for Marv over the Falcons. We've got uh, Texans Island for you over the Bills. And meanwhile, Eric, you're on, Seahaw- uh, you're on Vikings Island over the Seahawks. And Dolphins Island over the Ravens. This could go anyway. I mean, do we need some type of tiebreaker? I think we might. Yeah, yeah. Here. We would need a tiebreaker, just in case. All right, let's go tiebreaker. All right, let's call it tonight's Thursday night game. How about a points total? How do we do this fairly? Hmm. Point total. What do you think? We should, we should all pick a point total. Can't pick, can't pick one that uh, one, is, one of us has already picked and uh, the closest person gets it. Sure, go ahead. You all first. Right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll go reverse order from last week. Who was in last to first? So I was in last. You, Marv, me. What's your points? What do you like? I'm say 48 points are scored. Okay, Marv, what do you like? I'm going to say 52. So I can try to do a little strategy here, I guess. Um, low scoring games on Thursday night. I'm going 45 points. Ooh. That will mean 45 or lower, I'll get the tiebreaker. 52 or higher, Marv, you get the tiebreaker. Um, I believe then, well, I don't know how this math's going to work. Hopefully we won't need it. (laughs) Somewhere in the middle for you to win, Eric, with 48. But if we need it, we'll figure it out next week. For week 14 picks, when we'll be back, please stay subscribed to Brooklyn Rebound Podcast. Not only listen to these Mr.'s Relevant episodes, but also Brooklyn Rebound Prime for a little NIBA NBA action. With me and Podnam out in his woods there, uh, or under. Do you get him to call in for the NBA podcast? I'm gonna track him down. We're gonna. We're, I'm promising right now there will be a new Brooklyn Rebound regular Prime episode. Yeah, you guys gotta talk about the, the Knicks, next man. Couple of days. We're gonna talk Knicks. Yeah, you gotta talk about we'll Knicks. Talk Knicks, Knicks of course. Brogies. and everything. <laughs> My boy, KP. And uh, please Chris hit X. us up on try to find our Facebook page, Pod Boys Productions, P O D B O Y Z, and on Twitter at M R Z Irrelevant. All right, that's going to do it, unless there's a closing sentiment from you gentlemen. Just darkness, just sadness, just tears. Hello, darkness, my old friend. That's the song. That's the song. Thank you. All right. We'll be back. Peace. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping. Left its seeds while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still remains within the sound of silence In restless dreams I walked alone Narrow streets of cobblestone the halo of a street lamp I turn my collar to the cold and damp When my eyes were stabbed By the flash of a neon light Split the night And touch the sound of silence